Hey. Howdy. All right, so welcome everyone to another PC Boys podcast. I have no fucking idea where Kevin is, and I don't have my laptop because my brother's doing applications on there. So we're kind of just stuck here uh, without that. Unless you have a laptop that you can use. Am I coming through all right? Yeah, you are. All right. Do you have a laptop just in case we got to get some stuff right? Yeah, I got my laptop with me. Okay, because uh, my brother has mine, so I can't look at mine. Um, so, yes, everyone, welcome to our big E3 talk. Um, so, obviously, E3's been going on three, four days, and uh, a lot of good stuff has come out of it. Um, Kevin's not here. Hopefully, he joins in at some point to give his um, opinion on things, but I, I guess we'll start off. We'll leave some of the good stuff till the end. So, David, what do, what do you want to start off with first? Uh, yes, I can start off with something smaller and, or like, if you want, I can talk about something that I'll, only I'm excited for. Cause I'm the only one with a switch. Yeah, that's okay. Cause I mean, I'm going to talk about Blair Witch. So, I mean, it's, it's good. Oh, uh, I watched the 40 minute long Nintendo direct that was going on earlier. Uh, apparently it was already over by the time I watched it. They just kind of uploaded it on YouTube, but, uh, they have officially confirmed that there is a sequel in development for uh, Breath of the Wild. So now I'm super excited for that. That's pretty cool. I know Breath of the Wild did pretty damn well. If I were to, if I were to take a guess, uh, usually they release a Zelda game every two years. So I think it's safe to say that I'm pro- we're probably not going to be getting this game until 2021 because we already have a Zelda game coming out this year. So... But it's like a it's a remaster of an older one. Just don't make these mobile games. I fucking hated the mobile games. <laughs> fucking sitting through the whole the, all the conferences at E3 and you see mobile game after mobile game. You're like, gosh damn, that's not what we're here to see. Like the big game. Here's three mobile games. Here's a game that's going to be exclusive. Here's a remaster. Here's another thing, basically. Yeah, basically that's how it went. Like, I will say, like, some of the mobile games look all right, but, like, all right is even a stretch. <laughs> yeah, mo- mobile games are really quite boring, and they're just microtransaction, like, yeah. um, stockpiles, so, I mean, they're not really that interesting to really listen about. Yep. <laughs> um, one, of my, one of my favorite games, one of my favorite apps ever made is no lo- no longer exists, and I'm upset. <laughs> and then what would that be? Uh, it's, it was called Sticky Balls, and it was like you're a ball of ink that has to dodge obstacles. And it was such a fun game, and now they don't have it on the App Store anymore. They have a bootleg version of it that someone else made, and it's not as good. Maybe it had something to do with the name, David. I mean, we are in 2019 now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I thought when I first bought the game. It was like, super fun. I mean, at least at least I still got my jetpack joyride. <laughs> Don't have to pay for that unless I have to. <laughs> I um, so there's a few little game announcements that I kind of like, like they're little to me. So, I mean, I kind of guess it depends on like what fan you are of stuff. Um, so I guess I want to start off with Blair Witch first. Um, sorry, I've been doing a lot of moving here. It might be picked up on the audio. So Blair Witch, obviously... For those of you who have watched the Blair Witch movies, 
They are making a video game, I think, that takes place in either 1997 or 1998, and it's a story-driven psychological horror game, and I didn't know anything about this game. It's, it was kind of like World, a World War Z situation, movie-like no, game. came out of nowhere. came out of nowhere, and I woke up in the morning, and I saw this Blair Witch trailer, and I was like, okay, this is interesting, because I liked the first Blair Witch, scared the shit out of me, and I owned the remake. Uh, or not the remake, but the the third sequel, the only decent sequel. Yeah, is remake actually good? Because I've heard Blair Witch Two is terrible, but uh, twenty like what fifteen's Blair Witch I've heard is actually okay. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Fucking the second one, dude. No, it's not even like Blair Witch. It, think about it like as yeah, a movie like Scream. That's Blair Witch Two. It's kind of like Scream. It is the closest I can relate it to. It's not. It's not a found footage film at all. And it's not even scary. I didn't even know what the fuck was going on half the damn time. So Blair Witch 2 was awful. But this game looks very promising. You know, I'm getting like Resident Evil 7 vibes. I'm getting um, Slender Man or Slender the Arrival vibes. I'm getting um, Outlast vibes. Like I'm getting vibes from all these good horror games that I really enjoy. There are some parts of it, though, in the trailer that it was kind of like, and about like that fire creature that fire child looking thing like i I don't fucking think that's cool like in my opinion i think it's best if you don't see the blair witch unless it's like a little glimpse like because in the 2015 or 2016 blair witch you barely saw the blair witch like you saw some glimpses of her here and there but that was it that's all there was it wasn't like this major thing and this game Like I said, it looks like it's going to have that uh, found footage aspect to it, Um, like Outlast, where you use a camera. It looks like they're going to be using um, flashlights, just like Slenderman. So I'm very excited because I'm fans of the Outlast franchise. I own um, all three, or technically two in the DLC, and I've played Slender the Arrival before. So I'm really excited for this game. And not to mention it's based on a very scary horror movie franchise. So Yeah. That was one of the smaller game announcements, but definitely um, looking forward to that. I'll probably like if it's if the game's like really good and I hear a lot of good stuff about it, I'll probably end up getting it if I end up getting the next Xbox console, which I probably will. But we'll touch on that later. Well, they said it's coming out on the one. I don't know if it's going to be out for the next one unless they make Xbox One games backwards compatible. That's going to. There's no, way that, there's no way that Microsoft is that stupid. I mean, Sony is making it like literally like everything that they've made backwards compatible. Then that they they're obviously going to deal with Xbox. Well, I like I, said, I don't know. I haven't heard much on like Xbox One backwards compatibility, but we'll, we'll see what they do. I'm just saying the game looks interesting. So there was that we one. Have, uh, Sony's conference coming up, I think, in like a couple weeks. Which conference? So we'll have to. Sony has their own conference coming up because they weren't at E3. Oh, okay. Watch as they announce <laughs> Marvel Spider-Man 2 coming in like two years or something. This time, it's Venom or something. I don't know. Oh, no. Not Venom. Oh, man. But, yeah. I mean, if you've seen the, like, spoiler alert for Spider-Man, for anyone that doesn't know, there is technically uh. There, what was it? There is a post-credit scene where you see, uh, you find out that like the reason Harry's been missing the whole game is because uh, sealed up in this tank in uh, Oscorp, and there's totally like a symbiote attached to him. 
because he's got like the same illness that killed his mother and he's uh trying to remember <laughs> I suddenly forget the fucking dad's name. Uh Barry? hold up. Or, I mean now Norman shit. Fuck. Uh, Norman uh, is trying to cure him of this disease. <laughs> so everybody <laughs> like all fine failing. <laughs> You can't forget Norman's name. You're a Marvel fan. You can't be doing this. <laughs> I forgot. I was like, I had a brain fart for a second, okay? I'm trying to deal with all... I can't find anything about Sony's friggin... Um, so I guess the next thing I wanted to talk about um, was Rainbow Six... Or Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Quarantine, which looks like it's going to be a full-on game for, like, the outbreak mode that they had for a limited time on Rainbow Six Siege. But I could be wrong. Maybe it could be a different zombie-like game. When I saw the teaser trailer for this, I was like, wait a minute. Is this like an e- expansion to... Because like, whenever I hear about a Tom When I saw the trailer pop out, I was like, I, I was like, are they announcing Res E8 after they said they weren't going to? And I was like, no, this isn't the right conference for that, is it? And then it, suddenly like all this other stuff started going down. Apparently the... Uh, I, I don't remember if they said this, but I think they said they aren't actually zombies, but it's like a virus infection thing that's doing something to people, but they didn't say it was zombies. The the, the thing that, confu- like, I think it's cool, and it takes place in the Rainbow Six Siege universe because you saw two of the Rainbow Six operators in the trailer, and I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, like, I'm going to get this game, but this game better be a single-player game. Like, it better not be online only. Well, it's not technically online only, Rainbow Six, but most of the game's online only. So I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, you know, we need to, like, this Rainbow Six, you know, um, quarantine game, it looks good. I'm glad it's in the Rainbow Six Siege universe because obviously the Outbreak game mode that they had limited time back there like a year ago, I think it was, or something like that, was very interesting and fun to watch. But I'm glad that they're doing this because I wanted more of that and I wanted to play it. But I didn't have Rainbow Six when it was going on. Yeah. That was kind of a little teaser thing that I didn't know. Because whenever I hear about a Tom Clancy game, I'm like, is this just an expansion onto the game that already exists? Or is this a brand new game? Like, same thing with um, Tom Clancy's uh, Ghost Recon, oh, what the fuck was the name of it? Shit. Uh, you have Wildlands Assist equal Breakpoint. Like, Breakpoint. I couldn't yeah, tell but- if it was a different game or just an expansion to Wildlands. And you never really figure that out until, like, they clearly state it's a completely different game, saying, oh, it's available on this date with a different box art cover. And then you're like, okay, this is a different game. Yeah. But yeah, so that was that. Uh, Watch Dogs Three, or or what's well, or Watch Dogs Legion, but I'm calling it Watch Dogs Three. It actually looks pretty fucking lit, though. Yeah, I wonder how they're gonna connect this to the uh, Assassin's Creed universe because apparently they're interconnected. Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs. Yeah. Because there's like a bunch of things that link them together, which is pretty cool, actually. I mean, it's pretty dope. I'm just, like, curious as how they're going to connect the two. They're going to have Abstergo come back? Like, I don't I don't know what they're going to do. We'll, we'll see. I'm quite interested, you know. 
I mean, I find it funny that, like, you go from Watch Dogs 1, dark and depressing, Watch Dogs 2, pretty peaceful, pretty nice, out in uh, San Francisco, then back to dark and depressing again. (laughs) I mean, like, if what they say about this game is true, though, you can literally play as everybody on the map, which is, like, the most ambitious, most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, and I'm super hoping they live up to that, because... That is a bold statement, if I've ever heard one. Can you make your own custom character, too, or, or is that just not a thing? Uh, I don't know. They didn't say anything about a custom character. Damn, they really should make you. Like, I like games where, like, they have this awesome story, but you can customize your own character. That's kind of, like, what I like. It's like Fallout or something like that. Like, I love when you get to customize your own character. So those were kind of like the minor yeah. announcements for me. I don't know what else um, you have that was a little bit minor that you want to talk about. Uh, there weren't a whole lot of other like smaller things I was really thinking of. To be nothing right off the top of my head. So do you want to move on to the bigger? All right, we're back again. I don't know what happened. Uh, this happened with me and Kevin, too, where it was just randomly shut off. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I don't know what just happened. So if this just keeps happening, we'll just keep um, uh, re- redoing it until we get through it. So now we're on to the big stuff about E3. We're on to the big stuff now. Um. Yeah. So, what do you want to talk about first, David? I mean, do we want to talk about Doom, Avengers? Uh, uh I don't know. I say probably touch upon Avengers first, because we don't know as much about Avengers, and we have a longer wait for it. So, Avengers, uh, the Avengers Project, or Marvel's Avengers, is what they're calling it is a mar- is a um, game being published by Square Enix and made by Crystal Dynamics. And in this game essentially starts, it seems like it starts off on the West Coast, opening the West Coast uh, Avengers facility. 
And um, what's happening is, um, so there's this terrorist attack that happens that looks like it's being done by Taskmaster. And so the Avengers go and stop it. And, and this is all in the trailer, by the way. So you're not really getting spoiled on in-game stuff. Um, and then the Avengers pretty much get tricked out, uh, but they show like some of the fighting stuff in the game and the characters that you play as. Um, and then apparently Captain America dies or something and the Avengers are looked at as murderers or whatnot. And then they're, um, kind of, they have to like rebuild from the ashes. So it looks pretty interesting. I like the way that it's going. There's a lot of speculation if this takes place in the Marvel Spider-Man universe, which we both believe it definitely does. And that's for many reasons that we believe. Like, first, the names look very similar for both games. Um, Taskmaster mentions he went toe-to-toe with the Avengers, which would explain him being in the trailer. That when Peter takes a picture of the Avengers Tower in New York, he says, you know, it's a shame that they're not around to use it. I think they're over on the West Coast doing something. Um, what would be the other one? I swear there was another thing that I said that link them together. I think it was like, there's a brief shot of the Avengers tower in this trailer or there looks like there's a part where it looks like it's New York. Yeah. There's a part that looks like it's New York, but I mean, New York could be in the Avengers game and not have it be connected anyway. So I don't consider it as substantial proof unless we actually saw like Avengers tower or something. That's what I was looking for when I was looking at New York. I was like, let me find Avengers Tower so I can say if these two game universes are connected. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the, Tony gets exclusive the content. The Avengers in the West Coast. Sony gets the exclusive content, which we believe will be Spider-Man. Or something of the nature. In some way, shape, or form, Spider-Man. I doubt they'll make Spider-Man an exclusive character. But maybe a skin or something. Yeah. Maybe we'll get like maybe you get like the Spider-Man PS4 skin or something because he's got a new suit. Um, but yeah, so I guess if like if this does happen, we already know this is a live service game. They're gonna put multiple different um area. It's like a, a free roam game, kind of like GTA or whatnot. But you're as a superhero, you're doing these missions. Um, and every content uh, characters, missions, and locations are free in the future. So my main question is, obviously, this is the main storyline. Is this ho- – I think it has to be post um, – or, or, excuse me, pre-Spider-Man uh, PS4. Because I doubt it's going to be free. Because otherwise that means that, like, Spider-Man would know about all this crap with the time jump. I mean, it would make sense for it to take place – or the beginning of it, at least, to take place before Spider-Man PS4 because then, obviously, Spider-Man would know about the West Coast Avengers – Taskmaster would be like, I went toe-to-toe with the Avengers. So it would make sense if Spider-Man took place after this game. Yeah. At least the first section. Yeah. Who knows? They might even set up the next Spider-Man stuff in it, if if it is connected. Unless Taskmaster is, like, saying he's fought against the Avengers before. Like, if this is even Taskmaster, I'll try looking, finding the trailer again, seeing if that really is him, but... It looks like him, but with an alteration of a, of his suit. Um, yeah. 
Not to mention, if you think about it, apparently Iron Man said they had Pulsar tech, and then if you look at Taskmaster's sword from Spider-Man PS4, it's pretty high tech. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know. The, the graphics look amazing, though. There, are, there was a lot of shots in this that were amazing. You saw a different Iron Man suit, the Hulk versus the Abomination, um, the Avengers in Space. There was just a lot uh, to it. Yeah. Um, so I find it to be pretty amazing. Um, now, one thing I, I, I don't know really, but I got my laptop back, so if you need to look stuff up, we can. Um, but I find it pretty amazing that this game is going to just change throughout time since it's live service. Now, that also begs the question, if Spider-Man PS4s are or the next Spider-Man game, um, you know, comes out, and they're obviously doing updates for this game, how are they going to make that canon with Spider-Man, right? Because, like, does that mean Spider-Man's character just disappears from the playable character list until, you know, the game is, like, so far or, like, has been out for so long? Or, like, how, how does that work? Like, how do you keep everything in canon? And Yeah, I don't know. Like, it could get difficult for them, but... I, don't, I really don't know. <laughs> Just imagine, right? So you play through the game, then your post credit scene is like Spider, like after the main like Avengers um, like campaign that they'll have. Um, so after the main campaign, the post credit scene is Spider-Man just gets brought in by Iron Man or something. And then they're like, I'd like you all to meet Peter. And then Peter's just like baffled. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, Max is here. <laughs> I think that could work. So I'm looking through the trailer, and it doesn't actually look like Taskmaster. It looks like everybody is wearing these like kind of uniforms. Oh wait, never mind. There, there, there is the smug son of a bitch. Okay, that actually does look a lot like that. Does shockingly look like a demented Taskmaster? Like I said, the suits are different, but that makes sense though. Especially like the only thing that's really different is like he still he still has the skull mask and he's got the like the cloak thing going on, but the only difference is that he's wearing like soldier battle armor or something. You know, I find it funny because like if you look at it very closely, like when the um when the truck drives over the bridge and all the explosions and stuff happen, it looks just like Spider-Man PS4 graphics. It does. Beginning of the trailer, I'll be honest with you, I thought it was going to be very cartoony. But as it went along, I was like, this can definitely take place in Spider-Man PS4's universe. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for this game. Uh, it comes out May 15th or something of next year. So, yep. about a year away. About a year. Um, but still. It's under a year. Gonna be worth the wait. It's gonna be a big game next year. I will probably end up pre-ordering it when it gets closer, when we have more information and more gameplay, because that's one thing. We didn't really get to see gameplay, and I do want to see that. Yeah. Um, but that's really all I have to talk about for the Avengers Project. Very possibly connected to Spider-Man PS4 in a shared universe, and um, it, it looks great by what we've seen so far. I'm definitely excited for this because it's just awesome.
Sorry, you keep cutting out like you did last night. I said, <clears throat> I said, I'm definitely super excited for this. It's already one of my top games of 2020. Oh, for sure, and not to mention you have like Godzilla vs Kong coming out. You just have like a whole bunch of shit next year. Just there's a bunch of stuff going on going down next year. Yeah, <laughs> like this year was a pretty big year, but next year's gonna be a pretty big year too. Um. So I guess we can move on to the main, the big thing. The big thing for us, at least. Yeah. Fucking Doom Eternal. Holy shit. <laughs> I am unbelievably stoked for this. Okay, I'm turning this laptop off because I think it's fucking with my Wi-Fi. Like, so. when I watched the story trailer, I was like, wait, story trailer. They're actually going to focus on a story in this game more than the first. I was like, yes, finally. And then you see heaven. You see angel. They confirmed heavens in the game. Yeah, they showed, like, I'm surprised they, like, I already talked about this off, like, in the podcast, but, like, I'm surprised they've never thought of doing that before. Yeah, same for me. Because, like, that's such an awesome concept that they have not taken advantage of sooner but I'm so glad they're doing it now because it looks like they're definitely putting it to good use oh for sure um one thing like when so when I was watching this trailer one thing that stuck out to me is this voice in the background is talking about how the doom slayer has um gotten into something bigger than he ever could imagine and that when he says that they are no longer your people to save who are they talking about are they talking about Arjun Dinur and his Night Sentinel friends? The the humans? Like, what is he talking I about? He's talking about the humans, but... Because it really looks like... Uh, from the looks of it, it looks like Heaven might be taking the demon side in this, which is actually pretty awesome if they end up doing that. But I... Could be wrong about that, and if they don't end up doing it, oh well. Well, unless Heaven's trying to restore balance, and the Doomslayer's just getting in the way. Yeah. That could be another thing. And that's the thing. the Doom. A lot of people tend to forget. The Doomslayer is different than Doom God. The Doomslayer is legit a demigod. He's a fucking unstoppable machine of just brutal murdering. That big motherfucker at the end of the trailer, the Titan, he was dead. The Doomslayer killed him with his bare fist. I hope we get to see that. Like, I hope we get to beat him with our bare fists again. Probably won't. I mean, we'll probably beat him with the Crucible Sword because, gosh fucking forbid, if you could actually fight a big-ass dude yeah. with your bare fist. I mean, the thing is with war, though, you can do whatever you want. When it comes to gameplay yeah. mechanics, you can't be like, oh, the Doom Slayer is going to beat the Titan with his bare fist. Game mechanics won't allow that, obviously, because it's a boss fight and it'd be too easy. But come to, like, the lore, you can do whatever. Yeah. I Not to mention, like, a, if you order, like, the fucking $200 of the game uh, as, like, just a little throwing thing, I checked it out this morning. They give you a book that's just full of the Doom lore up to this point. Which is pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. you know what I'd love to see? What? 
Like, a Doom, like, I don't know how you would do this, but a Doom Wolfenstein shared universe. I don't know how you would do it, but they are technically connected. At least they were in the older versions. Yeah, because the older games are extremely similar, but in, like, the best ways. Like, because they say that Blaskowitz is technically, like, the grandfather or something of Doom Guy, and Doom Guy's, like, his grandson or something. And then, of course, you have the Cyber Demon. There, Blaskowitz in one of the original Wolfenstein's fought a demon, blew up its arm and leg, and then in fucking Doom, you fought the Cyber Demon with those same exact parts replaced with robotic limbs. And this game is bringing back iconic, very iconic, um... Demons. You have the spider demons. You have the fucking, um, the, uh, cyber demon. The original cyber demon. Not the 2016 cyber demon, but the original. Yeah. And then some new ones like the Marauder. What the fuck is the Marauder? He looks like he's wearing the Doom Slayer's armor. He's got his own crucible act. Like, what the, like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Like, these are the things I want answered. And, like, dude, the Doom Eternal, like, the new logo that they got for, like, the case, David, is badass. I mean, you got the Doom guy with his double-barrel shotgun, his new wrist blade, and he's, like, just jumping at the Marauder, and then you got all these demons just coming at him. It looks like there's also going to be help. I'm really hoping to get the collector's edition, even if it is $200, honestly. I would love to too, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if we can possibly, if any of us can even save up that much money by like the end of the year. I know I can, uh, but like, I don't know. Maybe we could all pitch in or something to each other. We all pitch in, but wait, now we have to share the game. Shit. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I just thought it'd be funny if like I was thinking, like, oh, we could all pitch in and like spend money on three different, you know, the. Th- of the game, and I was like, "Well, that means that we each have to pay two hundred dollars anyway." Yeah, like why just not have everyone play it themselves? <laughs> um, but yeah. So one thing that like like I want the questions answered. Like, it, like, so is the Doom guy like is heaven good, hell's bad, and then the Doom guys working for heaven or working for hell? Or is it like he's in the way of heaven trying to get rid of hell? Like, I want to know these things. Yeah. Um, It's it's definitely really intriguing for me. It definitely looks like it's going to be awesome. And it's story-driven. There's a story to it. Not to mention, dude, the whole combat in the game is revamped. New glory kills, new movement system by a long shot. Like, you can climb, you can swing off of stuff, you can double jump, you can um, do dashes now. Um, you have your yeah, this one definitely looks like the, a lot more arcadic than the last one, but like in the the greatest way it possibly can. Like the, then you have the meat hook. You got the fucking grenade launcher on the back, like the crucible sword. You got all these new fucking things in the game. The heads up displays different. The doom guy makes noise or doom slayer makes noises when he gets hurt. Like holy shit! Like we even saw his face on the trailer. They even showed out his face for, like, if you can see his, like, his reflection in his helmet or something. Dude, he's just one pissed motherfucker. 
he's just well i mean what do you expect he's been locked in hell for like centuries it's just and now he's finally out and he's ready to raise hell that the, my thing though is like i want to know if he's, if he's gonna work for hell to fight against heaven because heaven turns on him is he going to uh work with heaven to defeat hell or heaven's trying to defeat hell but the doom slayers get in the way so they have to fight him too or if like he's trying to help the Night Sentinels and Sentinel Prime, or if he's just trying to protect. The I mean, like, don't we get, like all, on all the older trailers, uh, on all the older like gameplay trailers and stuff we got. Definitely looks like uh, Earth, or I guess Mars, technically. But like pe- people, quote unquote, people are trying to embrace the demons or something like that. Worship the demons, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Because they're like, these aren't monsters. Like, they're people just like us. And Noon Guy's like, no, the fuck they ain't. They make legit jokes to real life, like, you know, um, things like... Um, it's kind of, kind of seem like it's making fun of the, the modern, like, the modern society. And that's both awesome and so terrible. It, but it's fun. I like, though, how Doom, they're like, we don't give a fuck. Like, we don't give a fuck. Being politically correct... We're controversial. Yeah. But I, I like it. Like, I, they're gonna... They said that they were gonna explore the origins of the Doom Slayer. And I'm like, dude, yes. I want to know, where did this motherfucker come from? What's his purpose? Why is he fighting the forces of hell? Like... Why is he so mailed? <laughs> Exactly, like, we've been, like, like only on his in Doom is the Slayer Testament. And you pick the, or you, you touch these runes that give you the Slayer's Testament throughout all of Hell. And you're just like, okay. And, and then there's this fucking dark or deep narrator that sounds demonic and just fucking talks about the Doom Slayer and his prophecy and everything. And I'm like, I want to know more. Like, the Doom 2016 was like the introduction. And Doom Eternal is kind of like the epic conclusion. It's like, you know, they're like, you know, we're making two games. that Because I, I don't know if they're making a third one, but they're like, we're making two games. The first game is going to be the introduction. They're going to make you curious. And then the second game is going to be like beginning, middle, and end of the journey. It's like, holy shit. Like, how? <laughs> It's like, we'll give you all the interesting, like, all the interesting, like, origin elements here. It's like, and then we're going to go full-on Doom in the next game. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But it works. Like, oh, my fucking God. I don't think I've ever been this excited for an FPS, like, ever. Like, I'm really, really excited for this. Like, you know, Doom Eternal, to me, like, I I mean, we're all hyped about the Avengers Project. Don't Don't get us wrong. We're big Marvel fans, right? We're comic book nerds. That's, like, one of the biggest highlights. Definitely second biggest highlight for me at E3. But Doom Eternal is like through the Square Enix did themselves this year. Yeah. (laughs) Square Enix and Nintendo like fucking threw everyone else under the bus except for Bethesda with like their Doom and maybe Wolfenstein stuff. Like, don't get me wrong, Bethesda had some cool showings, but like Square Enix and Nintendo brought their game this year as well. Oh, yeah. It's just holy shit, like Doom. Like, out of everything in E3, what do you personally think was the best thing out of all E3? I have to say Doom. <laughs> Doom Eternal had, like, the best and biggest, like, reveal there. I don't disagree. Like, the sequel, even the sequel to Breath of the Wild only got, like, a 30 or 40 second long teaser that literally told us almost nothing about the game. 
I am I, I am super excited for it. And I'm intrigued by it, but like, I'm also like, like it, it's going to be another like year or two before I know anything else about this game. So I'm like, I may as well not get super excited for a game that's two years away right now and get hyped for Doom and Avengers and Death Stranding and all the other stuff that comes out. So you want to know what I find funny looking at the Marauder? What? So, because I have like the, um, the main or, or the cover art as my background, the Marauder looks like the Doomslayer more than just the armor and the axe. So, like, if I'm looking at his skin, he's got bands, yeah. he's big and muscular, he looks like a pale human. I mean, he's got the super shotgun too. Hold on, let me look up some more Google photos on the fucking. <laughs> marauder here because like i don't know if the marauder's a demon or if he's part of heaven like i don't know like the marauder looks like a demon but looks can be deceiving sometimes i will say like i'm glad that we have like these kind of games coming back like doom and wolfenstein were like the two biggest things in like the 90s for so long and then like you know, we got, like, a few good sequels and then a couple shitty ones, and then they both fell off the face of the earth for, like, a decade. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, we've only really had, like, four or five Dune games, and only one of them was ever really criticized, but still, like, Wolfenstein's had a little bit of a, more of a rough patch, I think, but, like, they've both come back with just as much controversy and praise as they did back when they were both first, like, announced. Yeah, so, okay. So I'm looking at the Marauder right now, right? He looks like part demon, but at the same time, he looks like a slayer or a knight of some kind. Yeah. It's really interesting how the Doom Slayer's armor looks very similar. Maybe he got it from the Marauder, actually. Now I think about it. I mean, where else would Doom Guy get a new change of well, outfit? Well, it's different, but the same, like, the arms are the same, the chest piece is the same, but the legs are completely different. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I don't know what to think about it. It looks so damn similar. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, the Marauder, like, he looks menacing, but I, I don't know what to think, like, about it, because maybe he's a corrupted slayer. Maybe there's more than one slayer. I don't I don't know. It's just there's a lot to take in with this. Yeah. Jeez, it's like, it's overwhelming with how much stuff we got at E3. Especially their Slayer versus like, like 2v1. Slayer versus two demons. Yeah, honestly, that does look pretty lit, actually. It's not it's not very often I get excited for a game because of a multiplayer mode, but as soon as they showed that off, I was like, alright, I'm gonna play this as well. <laughs> it's like, alright, I'm sold. Dude, the BFG. already calm down. Dude, all the weapons got revamped. Like, the BFG, the Super Shotgun, like, and they all got their, like, new attachments and, like, special attack modes. Like, the, um, yeah. Plasma Rifle, that got some different shit on it now, which is so awesome. It's like, oh my gosh, like, I watched that trailer, like, 50 times, and dude, the Titan, the Titan was a big thing for me. 
Yeah. I know a lot of people like, what are the Titan? Think of like a Godzilla like size demon. Think about a Godzilla yeah. size demon from like the 2014 Godzilla. That's what I'm wondering. Like, you know what I'm suddenly wondering? Why is it that like at we're like gods of like the two big films coming out that like they could have given any or like of all the films coming out they could have given any of these games DLC for? They're putting freaking Terminator DLC in like three games. Yeah. And we didn't get anything for like anything, any other film. I'm like, of all things, Terminator. Like, Terminator has been bad for years just because we're getting what looks like it could be a good film. Now we have three other games making like exclusive DLC for Terminator Dark Fate. Like one of them is Gears. Like Gears of War. If like you pre, if, what is it they said? If you pre-order Gears Five, you get the you get a Terminator skin in multiplayer or something. Something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. Too bad I don't play Gears, or else I would pre-order that. But I'd have no reason to pre-order it because I don't have an Xbox One. I don't. I'm not a huge Gears fan. That was kind of like Kevin's thing. Yeah, Kevin's the Gears person. Yeah, I was hoping Kevin was here so he'd talk about Gears, because uh, yeah. we are not the uh, ones to talk about Gears, and we would disappoint Kevin. Final Fantasy VII looked awesome. Like, the Final Final, Final Fantasy VII remake looks pretty lit, but, like, <laughs> like, I don't have anything to talk about with that, because I don't play the Final Fantasy games, but, like, Kevin's actually played Gears. I know, I'm not here to talk about it. Um... But yeah, so final thoughts on what else you hope to see going into the future with these games and whatnot. Uh, I definitely hope that uh, Doom Eternal is good enough to justify at least one more game because to get like a new modern kind of wraps everything up would be really good. It would be cool as long as like the next game, if they do make a third one, is awesome as long as Doom Eternal lives up to the hype, like, the massive hype train it's already got. Like, it's pulling two freight trains behind it right now. <laughs> if it crashes, it's going to explode. Oh, yeah. The backlash will be real. <laughs> uh, um, but I have my, my faith that Obsidian will not let that happen. Obsidian? What are you talking about, bro? It's id software. Not Obsidian? Id software, sorry. Is, Wicked, what studio is it that's making Obsidian? Or what studio is Obsidian? What game is Obsidian doing? Obsidian's doing Outer Worlds. Right. Um, Surprising we didn't think about that. Uh, what did we? my final thoughts? I have, like, two. First, because, like, I'm not even going to talk about Doom Eternal because, like, I'm, I don't really have anything I hope for. Like, they already gave me everything that I really wanted. They've explained everything that I want. They've given you your Christmas presents. Basically. Now you're just waiting to open them. So all that I hope is that Blair Witch does a good job at using the found footage mechanic and that it's a good game. That's like my number one. Number two would be I hope that um, the new Rainbow Six game is single player offline. Just in yeah, case like you don't have Xbox Live. Because I'm, like, until the Avengers Project, like, gets closer, like, there's still a lot of time to hear about the Avengers Project and for them to fix stuff and to add stuff and to give more information. 
that's a little too far out for me to really talk about that more. And Rainbow Six is coming out, I think, sooner than that. I think Ram- Rainbow Six is coming out, or that is coming out, what, earlier next year? I think so. so I think it's next year. But I guess it's more of a wild card <laughs> for me, that one. So, like, I'm just, I'm hoping it does well. Just, I guess, here's to hoping that all these games live up to their potential, like, live up to the hype, if not, like, exceed it. Don't worry, EA will fuck up Star Wars. Don't you worry. Don't, EA, please. <laughs> like, the the main reason I'm hoping, like, I we didn't talk about this, like, which we probably should have, but, like, the main reason I am excited for Jedi Fallen Order is just because, like, EA has barely touched this thing. They're just publishing the game. <laughs> I'm really hoping that Respawn, no, like from what the trailer shows so far, Respawn knows what they're doing. They know what the fans want, and they don't care what EA wants. As long as the game lives up to what it looks like, I will be more than satisfied with this because I haven't played a good Star Wars game in a while. <laughs> like I played the last Star Wars game I played was probably Battlefront, as far as new games go, and Battlefront is really isn't that fun when you don't have anybody to play with and nobody else I knew had Battlefront? So I never would have bought Battlefront because I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I got Battlefront for fucking 20 bucks on Black Friday. That's literally the only reason I got that game. Gosh <laughs> damn it. But yeah, so that, that's really all we got to talk about. It, it was a big E3 showcase. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So we will definitely um, talk to you all in the next podcast. If you guys want us to touch more upon some E3 stuff, just go to our um, Facebook page and send us messages. Um, definitely the easiest way to contact us. And we'll see you all in the next one. Peace.